Welcome to Angel Navigation on International Angels Network. I'm your host, Diane Morgan. I'm a certified spiritual teacher and life coach, a conscious channel of the esoteric. I also do uh, crystal angelic healing, energy healing, and I'm an angel intuitive and also a published author. And you can check out my author page on Amazon. Now, I'd like to open with a prayer of love for all, and I invite you to join me. And this beautiful prayer is by Juliana Mello out of the 365 Days of Angel Prayers. Dear angels, I come to you now asking for all humankind. Please bring joy to decrease their sadness. Please bring hope when they feel lost. Please heal their body when they are sick. Please fill them with light when they are in the dark. Please calm their brains when in anxiety. Please soothe their soul when in grief and dry tears when they cry. Please help them feel loved when alone. Please bring comfort when in pain. Please bring strength when weak. Please guard and guide, and most of all, help them to know the grace of God all the days of their lives. For this, we pray, and so it is. Thank you, angels. Amen. Well, I am so happy that you're here, and I thank you for joining us on International Angels Network. We're the network that loves to discuss angels, our divine creator, Energy healing, fairies, dragons, light language, science from spirit. We love introducing you to authors and spiritual entrepreneurs. We love to explore all things spiritual, mystical, creative, and metaphysical. We are a live call-in show, and the last half of the show we'll be taking your calls at 1-516-453-9162. And you can press 1 to get in the queue with your questions. And it's the same number for all six of our shows, so you might want to write it down or put it in your phone and keep it handy. That's 1-516-453-9162. And if you're listening on Blog Talk, you can Skype into the show for free from anywhere around the world while we are live. You just press the Skype icon. And that's on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash International Angels Network. And it will connect you to the show. Be sure and press 1 to get in the queue. Now we're live on YouTube. And you can subscribe to our channel by pressing the bell icon. And you can get your reminder for all six of our shows. Plus, we're getting really close, but when we get to the 
our number 100 subscribers, we will be doing random drawings for some exciting prizes. Also, we answer your questions and pull cards for you in the blog talk and YouTube chat rooms. So listen to our show's replay on iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other platforms like Stitchers, CastBox, Blueberry, Player FM, Google Play Music, Podbean, and you can listen to our shows on Amazon Alexa, Apple TV, Roku TV, and other smart TV devices, plus your Apple Watch and your car audio system on TuneIn Radio and MyTuner Radio. And our live shows are brought to you by Audible by Amazon. And you can subscribe for 30 days and get a free audio book or a meditation download. And you can cancel at any time and you get to keep the free products. So you can go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash international angels. And we really appreciate you helping support our online network. Excuse me. Uh, tonight's show is sponsored by Unite in the Light, where Susie Parrott and myself are offering online classes, guiding others and connecting with the angels. And you can visit our website at www.uniteinthelight.com. And we'd also like to thank our network sponsor, Holistic Light Rejuvenation Center, and its founder and CEO, Sunday Sturgeon. And you can find out more information about Holistic Light Rejuvenation Center on our website. Now, on tonight's show, we're going to talk about creativity, letting your inner child play. The angels remind us to be creative. One of Archangel Sandalphon's specialties is the creative arts, helping artists with their gifts. And Sandalphon reminds us to do something that brings out happiness and excitement, that makes your heart smile. It might be writing, singing, playing music, dancing, and painting, which we're going to be talking to an artist tonight. And I'm excited to introduce you to my special guest, Karen Tarleton. We'll be discussing the inspiration and joys of art. Now, as a child, Karen moved frequently, and she lived in many cities until finally settling in beautiful Lake Tahoe as a teenager. And as a child, her desire to draw and paint was very strong. She drew everything around her and did multiple self-portraits because she was often the only model available. She attended the University of California at Davis, where she took her very first real art classes. And it was then that she knew without a doubt she wanted to paint as a career. And after her marriage, after their marriage to her husband, he joined the Air Force where she took the opportunity to begin painting landscapes and thus began her professional career. And in 28 years, they moved 18 times. Karen says traveling greatly influenced her painting and she has lived all over the world. Karen entered exhibitions and art shows everywhere and she continues selling paintings worldwide every day. Her great joy in creating something that pleases others. Karen believes the role of an artist is to call attention to moments that might otherwise go unnoticed. It's all about communicating something. If the work does not move you, it is not true art, and the artist has failed. And through her painting, she hopes to invoke a reaction, a passion, an in 
inward retrospection, it is her hope that when someone views her paintings, whether they love it or hate it, it causes them to stop, to think, and to reflect inward. She feels this is the true role of an artist. Now, I first became familiar with Karen's work when my daughter gifted me with one of Karen's amazing angel paintings. I extended my collection with two additional paintings, which I began to call the Faceless Angels. And you can find Karen's work on her website at karenfinearts.com, also on Facebook, and that would be facebook.com forward slash Karen's Fine Art 1, and her Etsy shop, Karen Fine Arts. So let me introduce you to her now. Hi, Karen. Hello, Diane. So nice <laughs> to be here. Oh, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for joining us. That was a really great introduction. Aw, thanks. <laughs> well, <laughs> you've done exactly, a lot of amazing exactly, things. <laughs> it's exactly all true, exactly how yeah. I feel about everything. And I liked your um, your prayer in the beginning. That was perfect. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I like to dive right in since we have a limited time. So I'm yep. going to ask you my first question. Uh, you say you're an impressionist. So tell yes. us first, what is an impressionist artist? Well, probably different for each person, but for me, it it's a real loose kind of painting um, so that it gives from afar a pretty clear picture, and it, it, but just an impression of not a, it's not realism. So it doesn't look just like anything in particular, especially up close. Up close, it's going to look like a big mess, and back far away, you can kind of get an idea, almost like it's underwater. Mm -hmm. So blurry. So as we've discussed, I'm a big fan of what I call your faceless angels. (laughs) Yeah. I I love the flow of energy that I feel when I look at them. Yay. That's just amazing to me, uh, all the beautiful colors and, and the different angels. And and so you said you, you paint anything that speaks to you. So do I do. You, do you communicate with the angels or tell us what drew you to painting the angels? Yeah, well, I've always been drawn to angels from the time I was, you know, a child. And then I started collecting everything angel, um, well, as a teenager and in my 20s. And then when I had my own little girls, I called them my angels. And then I started painting them as angels. <laughs> and I don't know, I, didn't, I don't necessarily communicate with them, but I, I'm just drawn to them. Um, and I would dream about them um, with bright colors, and that's why I... Uh, I just started painting. I almost paint an angel a day now, um, and I started about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And if so I don't, I'm always just, I go, I do. I don't anymore, but I really did when I was younger all the time with bright colors. So I thought, mm-hmm. well, I have to do it. I have to paint it. <laughs> and, and <laughs> right. So well, and they to, are, so when, they come, you know, when they come to you in your dream world, they are communicating yeah. with you. They're making themselves known because 
know, it's our belief that in our dream world, our soul leaves our body and we travel, and we travel into the angelic realm. And well, I don't yeah. didn't know if you were aware that most people uh, begin to see the angels as beautiful colors. Oh, I didn't. I I just As, knew that that's how I had to paint them. Yeah, yeah. And each archangel has a specific halo color. So you oh. know, I see, I see so many dark uh, archangels in your paintings that it's like, whoa, okay, there's so and so, there's so and so, there's so. you do Aww. communicate with them in your dream world, or they communicate with you. And you know, yeah. I was. In reading your bio, I was kind of like, okay, well, she's working with Sandalphon, and she may not even know that Sandalphon is yeah. the, is the archangel that's bringing these things to you to paint. No, I didn't. I didn't. So I think yeah, that's pretty that's awesome. that's amazing. And, guys, if you haven't seen her paintings of the faceless angels, I know if you've watched any of my Facebook lives, I have a, a backdrop that is one of your paintings. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> And I get so many compliments on it, so I direct people to you. <laughs> like, well, you can find her on Karen Tarleton. You know, I found her on Etsy because my daughter, as I said, she gifted me one of your angel paintings, oh, several years back. And I just, I was so in love with it. It was like, oh, my gosh, I need more of these. <laughs> well, it's funny because I don't put a face on them because in one of my first dreams, there was no, a lot of my dreams, when I dream even about people, there's not a face that I could oh. describe to you. So uh-huh. that's just how it came out without a face, and it just seemed to be right. Yeah, um, that was one of my questions, why no faces? You know, because yeah. everyone uh, or most paintings that you see are the traditional angel faces. And yeah. uh, I think that's what was what I was drawn to, was there was no yeah. faces. So yeah, me too. Be... I mean, I, I originally tried to do a face. It just didn't. I just thought, then you'll just look at the face, and it, and I wanted the person to feel the 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 whole painting and not the focus on a face. So mm-hmm. it's too specific, and it had to just feel, um, you know, more human actually that way without uh, a face, and that way you can. My computer's making noises. That way, you know, it's a certain um, personal message to each mm-hmm. person that looks at it um, in their own language. Um, right, right. So it just seemed to work. Yeah. Well, I love them. So you also paint... Thank you. Mm, you're very welcome. Uh, you also paint many themes or subjects. So would you like to tell us about your work in general, um, and I understand you don't paint with brushes. Right. No. No, oil paint and a palette knife. Um, I wasn't taught that um, when I went to art school. But I um, just over time met uh, actually another person that I saw using just a knife and followed him around for a while until I picked it up. And then I, I really couldn't, it's hard to go back to a brush once you get addicted to a palette knife. So, and I just find it just meets my style perfectly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just a knife and oil paint. It's like butter on the frosting a cake. And I can move it around quickly and, and express myself exactly the way I need to on the canvas. Um, and I do paint everything, um, Whatever 
I feel like. It often ends up an angel. <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes it's a landscape or a seascape or animals. I love to paint an- every kind of animal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we travel a lot, so I'll do the places that I go and the things that I see and the people I see and the different seasons of the different places that I visit. Um, yeah, so that's that's. Yeah, I, I've seen I've seen animals. I, yep. One of my favorites is a cow that's on your website, and he, yeah. he just looks so happy. I mean, it's yeah, so. and they are. I think that's what people say that the, the, the my paintings are happy. Even the angels, mm-hmm. I guess, bring have some sort of a feeling of yeah. joy about them. So. That's what they do. my like hope all the is. Colors, yeah. they, they come to life. And that's, yeah, that's what I and see I hope that people find life. joy in them, too, if they you yeah. know, aren't already happy. That so maybe it in, makes them a little happier. Yeah. Um, and, okay, I want to go back to, so you use a palette knife. Is that what you called it? Yep, so, yep. that's what traditionally so, artists use to mix their colors on the, okay. on the palette. Okay. So it's a little so, like quarter inch, little um, not sharp, but more like a little tiny spatula. So how does Try that that differ, let's say, from a traditional brush painting? I guess oh it gosh! You well, it's uh, thicker paint. Mm, um, okay. It's easy to identify a palette knife painting from a brush painting because it's going to be choppier, looser. Um, you won't see a brush stroke. You'll see um, it, it just looks totally different. The painting looks totally different. And it, it's actually completely different. It's more like sculpting with color than mm. actually painting with the brush. It's different. Oh, it's more so. like let's get dirty and play with the paint. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like frosting a cake. That's the best yeah. way I can explain it to someone yeah. that doesn't paint. Because you uh-huh. scoop it and you you smear it, but it, it's it's <laughs> yeah it's very difficult because oil paint if you mix the wrong colors turns into mud. So there's a way of doing it. Keep you have to really keep your colors separate and clean. And I use a lot of paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> You're always wiping your knife. <laughs> Are you saying you're a little messy? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to keep your knife clean. So every unless you want that color to mix with that that color, mm, okay. When you're okay. applying it, you have you, you know the colors will oh, mix. Oh, okay. So like you do frosting a cake because you have to yes. keep your knife clean when you're frosting. There a cake. you go. Yep. That's why your your paintings look so whimsical then. Yes. Ah. See, yeah. I'm learning something here. <laughs> sort of, mo- like some of them look mosaic-ish, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Or like the, uh, uh, some of them that I was looking at, they look like the stained glass in the churches. Yes, you know? yes. And I'm like, wow, how do you achieve that effect? So Yeah, that, only with the brilliant. knife. Yep, yep. Brilliant. Yep. And when I first started this, what, 15 years ago, I guess, um, very few of us were were palette knife painting. Now there's quite a few people that it's really become a thing. Mm-hmm. But but I was really mm-hmm. one of the first um, online p- people that that were palette knife painting, and probably the first in at least in America. There were a handful of us. Mm-hmm. Now we have a thing. We have a 
big worldwide thing. Oh, yeah. Palette knife painting I, 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 I mean, there's the whole thing. Yeah. I can honestly say I tried it several years back, and I bought the palette and the different knives and the paint. And I started with leaves. And then, oh. well, you need after, to come to my workshop. After a few weeks, it was like, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> I'll go back to my writing. <laughs> well, well that's fun an making art a mess. Too. I think everybody has art in them, and mm-hmm. it's important it's to number. express it. Yeah, but it's not always in a painting medium. Right. It can be writing or dancing or whatever it is. Yep. Exactly. So how do you feel that your lifestyle and moving so much, moving like almost every year, how's that helped your career? It really has. Crazy. You wouldn't think it would, but it really did because, well, first of all, my art business is online, so mm-hmm. I didn't have to, you know, get into a, a hook up with a new studio. I just did it in my living room or, or my wherever we lived. You just set your easel up and your paint and you go. Um, mm. So that was huge. Once the Internet happened, it made my business um, easier. Um, and then moving was great because every place is inspirational. So right, a different landscape. Mm-hmm. Different mm-hmm. everything. Like I probably never even would have started angels if I didn't live in Alabama or where Idaho I think is when I first discovered them because there was this little store that had these great little wood carvings and I bought all of them these little Mm. wood angels Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they were my perfect little models you know so that really you get inspiration from everywhere you live cows I was in um we lived in Idaho in a cow pasture for a long time, and that's when I first started painting the cows, right in the middle of a cow pasture. Mm-hmm. Um, we lived in Texas, uh, Arizona, Washington, D.C., um, in the middle of the Mojave Desert, and Eggland Air Force, or Edwards Air Force Base, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Florida. So, And all these different places have different inspiration. So Damn. different climate, different um, landscape different people so um, it really does make you want to paint all different things mm-hmm. whatever's around me is what I want to paint beautiful so, yeah so you have you have clients all over the world so to yes. give our listening budding artists the courage and faith to put their work out there can mm-hmm. you give us uh, an estimate of how many paintings that you've painted or how many you've you've sold even? Probably painted. I They've all sold. So everything I've painted is sold. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, uh, it's just the way that it, 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 that, that it works because, I, I mean, I, I have them and then they're gone. Um, probably close to five or six. Five, probably 5,000, I would say, um, in the last 10 years. And um, so because do you, I do, do you, one or two a day, mm, not, yeah, depending on how big it is. Yeah. Yep, yep, um, yep. And I know that you offer them in different sizes as well, or is that just oh, yeah. angel yeah. thing? Yeah, so every okay. little tiny 6 by 6s to giant 48-inch ones, I have a big... 40-inch angel I'm doing for somebody tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 
And guys and dogs, she offers uh, also canvas or framed, correct? Yeah, yeah, they're all on canvas, stretched canvas, so they can be hung right up. Um, mm-hmm. I don't frame the large ones. It's hard to ship a frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, framed painting, they can get damaged, but anything small I, I can frame for people. And I do custom I do custom angels almost every day for people. Yeah, that was what I was going to ask. Do you do you yeah. paint special order pieces? Say someone, I do. You know, and they describe to you what it is they want, or yep, yep, exactly what they want. A lot of times, I hear why and and the in the story, and it and it's meaningful. It actually helps me with the painting, um, and then I can you know change. Sometimes I don't hear the story, but I like to hear the story behind the painting. It helps. And they send sometimes helps photos. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I and I and I really enjoy it. Some artists don't like commissions, but I really love commissions. It just it's it, you're giving the person exactly what they want, and so it's more meaningful sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I, I know say I'm, it's very I'm, personal that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's fun. I really yeah. like it. So what do you feel are the benefits of art and painting? Oh, there's so many. So, well, I think for me the main thing was I just had to do it. So it's almost therapy. Um, mm-hmm. Before mm-hmm. I could paint on canvas, I was painting on furniture, walls, moving furniture around, just all you have to create if you're an artist. But for everybody, I think it for it's, amazing for self-esteem for concentration for healing for communication i mean you know emotional um support it helps brain activity i'm sure Mm -hmm. um brings you into a state of meditation um art in general i think in any form will do that but i just think it's it's great yeah that yeah that creative nature out and, and uh, yeah and before I had my website before I was selling online I taught I went into my children's schools and I was the volunteer art teacher I just went room to room because for children I it's vital I feel like that for uh, their brain development that they get exposed to art and mm-hmm. in some of the schools in our country there just isn't an art program oh I know so, that's yeah, awful it's, it's <laughs> awful and it our music awful. program, any sort of the arts all have to it's so important and it's really getting neglected. So I would go in there, mm-hmm. go to the principal and say, My child doesn't have an art program and these kids need an art program, so I'm an artist, I'm gonna come in the room, you know, they would give me a budget and I would just do mm-hmm. it for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and teach yeah. the kids and they loved it and I know it helps. They you know Oh, of course, of course, because I know hugely you know, being, benefit. Yeah. yeah, being an I mean, author, I took creative writing, which I don't even think they offer that anymore in the schools. And I don't know. It, and so, what my kids went to so many different schools because we were military, so they went. I can tell you what states have the best schools. <laughs> we went all over the country, and I can tell we all did. We always did public schools, so I can mm-hmm. tell you where the programs are the best and where they're the worst. <laughs> Well, it's like taking those out of the school, taking the creative arts and the fine arts out of the school is, you know, 
we're trying to create robots that math and science right. and English, which those are important, but yeah. being creative is also important and, and getting in touch with that inner child and doing something oh, that you yeah. love. And it, emotionally for some of these kids, yes. it was their only yeah. way of communicating or their only release, their best mm-hmm. part of the day, you know. It's mm-hmm. just so important. And I think for adults, it's it's really vital. It is. Help, I, you know, it I helps agree with people. That. Yeah. So are there any other artists in your family? My dad painted. He is not alive anymore, but he painted. He didn't do it for a living, and he wasn't the happiest person. I feel like he never got to... He was very talented, but he never got to pursue it in his life. I think that it would have helped him mm-hmm. if he could have, you know, done that every day and he didn't get to do it at all. So, um, and then my grandmother, she was very talented. And my brother is also an artist. So, yeah. <laughs> and your children? <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yes, they are, but they also Beautiful. aren't. One of them is, is uh, she's actually, she's, well, they're both very artistic, but one of them is not getting to do so much of it right now, and the other one is finding her way to do it on the side. It, it mm-hmm. is hard to make a living as an artist, um, so you almost have to start off, if you really want to make a living as an artist, you have to also do other things, mm-hmm. and then do it on the side until it becomes profitable. <laughs> <laughs> or until it becomes something where you can say, this is all I do, um, unfortunately. That is very sad. thing. Yep. Yeah. And I think so. that, that's the way you know our school system looks at it. Well, you can't make a living at that, so we don't want to teach that. I that, know. That's, that's yeah. my thought process on it, is yeah. that it's like it's not something that you can make a living at. So we have yeah. to teach you the skills. It's not true, but it, it is. It's what we tell our kids because we're like, well, that's mm-hmm. not safe. So mm-hmm. you need to do something in the sciences. <laughs> right. So, again, it's being attuned. Yeah. <laughs> we're being attuned to society that this is right. what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not yeah. giving, giving the kids that creative outlet. So yeah. as an artist, what's your vision for your future art career? I don't do think that I can privately? ever really stop for my my um, the way I'm made. I it'll be something that I always have to do. Even now, if I take a vacation for a week, about two days in, I'm like, where's my my paint? I really need to. So I don't think I'll ever really be able to totally stop. But I might not be doing marketing and and, and listing and selling and doing as many commissions and you know, working as hard as I get old, um, for sure. But I'll probably always paint. So do you <laughs> teach? Do you teach privately? Uh, I used to teach privately. And, I, you know, I told you I taught children. Now I'm doing workshops, actually. have I did, I did one last year, and I'm going to do another one in San Diego in July, a palette knife painting workshop, three-day. Mm. So why do you desire to to teach in the workshops versus the one-on-one? I think, well, I love to be around other creative people. The energy is, mm-hmm. you know, I love it as much as they love it. And 
it's a blessing, you know, to be able to be an artist. So I want to share it, and I I hope that um, other people can feel the the positive parts about being an artist, and that they'll honor the journey and and um, be able to um, imagine creating every day as part of their life too. Um, I think it's a better world if you can teach other people. You know, because you're a teacher mm-hmm. too, right? You're sharing, yeah. uh huh, exactly. Yep. Sharing the yeah. Sharing. I always say, don't take credit for the knowledge that you have or the gifts that no. you have. They were given I mean, to us I by a higher from other power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, in your workshops, are there just beginners or all levels? Yeah. All that's levels. That's the fun thing about this whimsical um, palette knife painting. I almost feel like. I could take someone that's never painted before and I could work with them. I used to take take eight year olds and teach them to palette knife paint. Oh, you need to come to Texas and else. teach me to palette knife. <laughs> yeah, I could. It, I could teach you. I mean, you don't. Need, you, it's good if you have a little bit of a background, but if you don't, even it's uh-huh. so much fun. And it's just I want to bring the person that joy. If they just take the fear away uh, about it and just dive in, make the canvas not white. Just like life, yeah, get rid of up. the uh, express yeah. their their inner feelings and get rid of the uh, the perfectionism that you think it's got to That's be perfect. That's right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, there's yeah. So, it's so funny to me to see the fear. Like people lock up. I don't know. Ugh. One of my daughters was like that. She just she couldn't. Get the colors on there. Like, well, it has to be the perfect before you put it on there. And I'm just like, just take a red and put it on there. Just take a blue. <laughs> and we'll move it around. I'll show well, you. Well, you know, I think that will be purple. A lot of, yeah, a lot of people don't understand that 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 perfectionism causes blocks in your creative flow. You know, that oh. your spiritual mind is one with the mind of the infinite creative creator. So you're inspired creative, creatively. I mean, it, it's divinely perfect, and we're yeah. the biggest judges on ourselves. That's right. Thinking that it yeah. has to be perfect, and, you know, I tell people, some people aren't going to like what I teach. Other people are going to love it. You can't please everybody. Somebody's not going right. to like my book, and other people are going to love my books. You know, yeah, and you just can't, dis- you just don't you discount can't, yeah, yourself. You can't. Yeah. You can't let them determine your happiness. If it makes nope. you happy, then you just need to do it. You know, find that inner child and do it. That's, so, right. That's right. I know you have these workshops coming up, so you want to tell us, and this is a, uh, around Carlsbad, California. So you want yes. to tell us about your workshops? Well, it's going to be a three-day, so from probably 1030 to 2-ish, um, just three days of on the beach a little bit, but learning how to apply color properly with the knife and how to bring color into your paintings if you don't already and how to, uh, you know, sculpt the composition, how to, um, I don't know. It, it's We're going to have hopefully, I, I don't know how many we're going to have, but hopefully a, a fun group. So um, by the third day, everybody should be able to paint at least a painting a day. So they'll have three or four. 
So you're going to go outside and paint. Are you going to have live models, or are you going to have, you know, are they just going to paint whatever their heart desires? Or I'm going to bring in a bunch of paintings, and usually what I do is I bring in, you know, a bunch of different genre and let people decide what they feel like they want to paint, and then we copy one of mine on day one. Mm-hmm. Day two, we can do a still life. I'll bring in some flowers, and we'll work on um, composition and color with a still life. And I don't, I'm not going to do people, so we're not going to do any models. But we'll probably do um, bees or uh, hummingbirds or birds third day, mm-hmm. um, depending on the level of the people. But mm-hmm. usually animals are good, and I uh, can have people bring in a photo of a pet that they can work on or, um, you know, one of my animals they can copy. Mm-hmm. And then I so can work with them on color and play and how to do it, mm-hmm. technique. So where is where is Carlsbad, California? Now, I'm in Texas, so I don't have a clue. Oh, so it's in San Diego. people listening. <laughs> it's in San Diego. In San Diego. Okay, yep. so all of our people in California listening – if you're interested, um, you can contact Karen for yeah. her wonderful palette knife paintings Yep, and her workshops. So, Karen, we're halfway th- or over halfway through the hour. So mm-hmm. what words of encouragement or advice would you give our artists out there? Oh, gosh. I would just say if you're... If you're like me and you want to create, that you should do it, and it should you should do it with a positive energy. Um, and if I had one message to share, it would just be to honor that journey and don't you know, don't discount yourself, don't don't poo-poo it. Really believe that it's something if it, if you really want to do that you should do, um, because the world needs more creative souls. Mm -hmm. Even if it's a side thing that you do and it's not your full-time job, what a wonderful world, you know, we'll have with more people that are using that energy um, that needs to be used or, or you're, you know, you're not, you're not living to your full potential because that's part of every person. I really believe it. Yeah, I believe that too. I believe that that creative part within self yep. keeps that positive energy flowing when you yeah. invest in that creative part within yourself. It just makes everything else flow positively in your life. Yeah, so, it does. Great. Okay, guys, and, uh, <laughs> guys and dolls, uh, we're opening our lines, and that's one five one six four five three nine one six two. And be sure and press 1 to get in the queue with your questions for Karen or a mini angel card reading with me. And let me give you a few announcements first. Tomorrow, Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, that's April the 10th, is Angel Talk with Sue with your host, Sue Broom. Then Thursday, April 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern, the Alex Levy Show. And his topic will be Liberate Your Intuition. Plus, he'll be doing free mini readings. Then Friday, April the 12th, this is a special episode with founder and producer Claudia Ibarra, Mystical Connections. 
and her guest is Margaret Bryant, and they will be talking about the divine, feminine, and masculine, and how to integrate it, and plus free mini-readings. Then Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. UK time, that's April 13th, is Angelic Light with our London host, Susie Parrott. And this is going to be a podcast, and her title is, Are You Opening Yourself Up to the Spiritual Realms? And then Sunday, April 14th, at 7 p.m. Eastern, Mystical Connection with Claudia Ibarra, and this is her regular show, and she has her special guest, Dana Michelli, I believe is how you pronounce it. And there'll be, um, see, I don't have a topic, but they will be, uh, they'll have a topic or just chatting about spirit and then doing free mini readings. Then Monday, April 15th at 9 p.m. Eastern, Divine Guidance with Shishi O'Donnell. And if you didn't hear Shishi's show last night, I encourage you to go to the archives and listen to it on Blog Talk or YouTube. Absolutely beautifully moving show. And then join me back here next Tuesday, April 16th at 9 p.m. Eastern with my special guest, psychic medium Susan Bishop. And we'll be discussing our psychic abilities, mediumship, past life regression, and how do we balance our energies. Plus, she'll we'll be taking your calls for free mediumship readings with Susan. And visit our website at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com. It's so full of information. You can find out what our hosts are up to, such as myself and Susie and our classes, Connecting with Angels, and Sue Broom. You know, she has her courses on there on channel writing with Mom. Plus, she has a new book that came out last week, and she's got her oracle cards and Alex Levy's oracle cards, and he also teaches classes. Uh, We have our esoteric blog on there, and plus you can sign up to be a guest under the guest tab. And we have our Spiritual Entrepreneur Membership Program, where we offer ongoing support, coaching, and mentoring for all spiritual entrepreneurs worldwide, not just angel practitioners. So we're sharing information to create and help you expand your spiritual business. Plus you get your own IAN webpage and a listing in the IAN directory. And if you're searching for a spiritual practitioner, we invite you to browse our directory. You know, you can, um, there's readers in there, energy healers, teachers, mentors, coaches, or metaphysical online supplies. And that's at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash directory. And you can also connect with me there at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash Diane, that's D-I-A-N-N-E, or you can visit dianemorgan.com. I offer readings, energy healing work, um, in-person or long distance. I also do uh, one-on-one mentorship and so much more. So drop me a note. I'd love to hear from you. Now, Karen, would you like to remind our listeners how they can connect with you? Oh, sure. Um, probably my Etsy shop is the best way. It's, um, uh, what is it, Karen's Fine Art, Etsy.com or something like that. Or else they can just Google um, Karen's Fine Art or Karen Tarleton or Palette Knife Painting Karen. 
I think, what did I do? Karen, Tar- Karen Tarleton Angels. <laughs> That's how I yeah, found, exactly. you, found you the first yeah. time I Googled you. Yeah. <laughs> it was I'm like pretty I much out see. there. Any way you I put mean, Karen Tarleton, you'll, <laughs> they'll find me, my number and everything. <laughs> and that's P-A-R-L-T-O-N. Yep, so, thank you. Yep, that's it. All right, wonderful. So let's take a few, call, few calls. Yep. Guys and dolls, our lines are open. Don't be shy for questions for Karen on her inspiration and in art or angel card mini readings with me. So give us a ring, one five one six four five three nine one six two, and press 1 to get in the queue. Or you can ask in the chat room in Blog Talk or YouTube. So we have a caller, Belinda from North Carolina. Hi. Hello. Hi, Belinda. How are you, dear? I'm doing okay. I'm still trying to heal up from sinus infection. I believe I'm getting, I'm staying sick. <laughs> I'm ready for it to go away. Oh, I hear you, honey. I suffer suffer greatly with allergies and. Uh, yeah, we're in the middle of oak yeah. season here, and it was only like 29,000 over the weekend, the pollen count on oak, and I was like, great, no oh. wonder I'm so stuffy. <laughs> yeah, the pine trees are doing a good job right oh, now. Oh, see, yeah. <laughs> I had the pine tree when I lived in Houston. It was the pine trees I was allergic to. So. <laughs> How can we help you this evening, sweetie? Um, I get an angel message. An angel message, just a general message, or do you want something yes, specific? Whatever they want to tell me. <laughs> Whatever they want to tell you. All right, I am being guided to the Archangel Oracle cards for you this time, Belinda. I don't know that I've used those before, but they're sitting here, and that's immediately what I heard. So let's see which Archangel is trying to get your attention. A few. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. A few. <laughs> okay, drawing from the top. Uh huh. Archangel Gabriel. And what is our show about tonight? Creativity. And the card we got for you is Gabriel's Creative Writing. I'm telling you, you can't make this stuff up. It's <laughs> <laughs> They just never cease to amaze me. <laughs> I can't figure out why I'm so scared of the writing part. <laughs> well, I think what we were talking about earlier, what Karen and I were talking about, was you've got to let go of, of that perfectionism and people judging what you've got to say. You've got to realize that that your words could help somebody else heal. And that, that's what you're to give to the world. And Gabriel's saying to make time to write down your thoughts in a journal or pen an article or a book. Because he's saying your soul longs for creative expression mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I'm saying. You can't make this stuff up. I mean, our, our show tonight is all about being creative and, and Karen and her beautiful artwork and, you know, Gabriel saying that that's you know your soul and, and think that's what we were talking about earlier, right, Karen? That your soul that's really right. wants, yeah, yeah, has it's a message. Real important. Yeah. So even if you're scared, you still just do it, just for yourself. If you don't have to be scared because you're just doing it for yourself. 
Yeah, just put the pen on the paper and let it go. Yeah, that's exactly. right. And because it'll you help are, you feel better when you make yeah. something and you write it down, you know. And you can call on Archangel Gabriel, and he can help you schedule the time to do this because it feels like maybe you think you don't have time just to sit and write. But you've got to honor those inner nudges that guide you to write. And it may be your, just for your, as Karen said, for your own enjoyment. Or mm-hmm. maybe that you decide that it's something that you want to print, but it's like this this um, this therapy to express, it's self-expression. And mm-hmm. you can do that in a private journal, honey. You know, and as you work with connecting to the written word, you may start receiving divine guidance, and you may start writing articles and books for publication. So if you call on Archangel Gabriel, he is happy to help you with that. Oh, I'll work more on it. I've done a couple of pages, but it seems like I get my pen just stops. Mm. Oh. Well, well, if you're wanting to, uh, if you're wanting to connect with someone on the other side, or you're wanting to connect with an archangel uh, or your guardian angel, you know that you can do it as an interview. You can have your questions lined out, and you do it just like you see an interview on TV. You ask your questions, and then you just listen, and you write whatever comes to you. Don't doubt what you're hearing. Don't doubt what you're feeling. Your handwriting may even change if you're if the angels come in and change your handwriting. I've seen that happen with people, but this is another way to connect and to get guidance from the angels or if you're wanting to connect with a deceased loved one, you know, make yourself a list of four or five questions and say, okay, this is what I want to hear today. I want to talk about this. And you write them down. And I always suggest that you call in Archangel Michael or someone else that you prefer to work with, another Archangel that you prefer to work with, or a master as your gatekeeper. And ask Archangel Michael to bring the answers through or if it's a specific person you want to speak with, to bring that person through. Because there are all kinds of energies out there, so you only want to connect with the angelic light or deceased loved ones. And just start asking your questions. But what I'm hearing is that you have tried that, and then you question what you're, what you're feeling and what you're hearing. Yes, I do. I call on Michael a lot. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then I'm like, uh, <laughs> Okay. Well, I know uh, when when I reach a, a writer's block in something, I know what I want to say, but I just can't find the words to say it. I just look up and say, okay, I need motivational angels and Archangel Gabriel, please give me the words. Okay, it works. I sure will. That's the main to me is the words. I'm sorry, hon? The what the the words to write it in. That's what I think my block is. Oh, what if I'm not writing the right words? Yeah, (laughs) well then just draw a picture. Yeah, (laughs) draw a picture. Just whatever comes in your head. Because I worked with children that couldn't write words. They couldn't do it. Some people can't write the words, but you can just put something on the paper. It can be anything that comes into your head, a picture of anything. 
whatever you see, and it really does help. Even if it's not the way that the, a tree looks like, just put it down. Yeah, you it's know? your self-expression. Yep, it, it'll help. Uh, I sure will. Thank you, ladies. Okay, yeah. Belinda. I love Good. you. I love you, too. Good <laughs> luck, honey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, our lines are wide open at 1-516-453-9162. Press 1 to get in the queue with your questions for Karen or mini angel card readings. Okay, so Karen. Mm-hmm. All right. When you paint, I have another question here. When you paint, and you know, I've heard some artists say that they paint from memory or uh, mm-hmm. someone told me they call it a visualization technique. Mm-hmm. And and some only paint, I guess, still life, as you call it. Right. When, yep. I, when I think of, like, uh, artists, I think of their canvas. You know, they've got it out there, and they're painting as they're looking mm-hmm. across the water. Or, yep. And, you know, I don't know all the terms for these things. And then some mm-hmm. uh, paint from, from pictures. Or, right, that's right. So are there other techniques, I guess, is what I'm asking. Oh, sure, well, live models. There's lots of different, um, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. I usually just, I take pictures when I go places of things I want to paint, but I don't usually refer to them for more than a second. I'll look at mm-hmm. it, and then I'll just paint the painting. And it will come out better than the picture because your mind makes things more beautiful, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I really think the best thing to do is, is not to have, or if you're outside plain air painting, which is really what I loved for years and years, you're looking and at it. And what is that it, called? But, what did you oh, call it? Oh, plain air is painting outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so that was what made me fast, I think, because the elements change so quickly. The clouds move, the sun moves, there's bugs. You want to get mm-hmm. out of there, <laughs> so you got to catch the light <laughs> when it's right. The cloud's going right. to move. You got to be fast. <laughs> right. So, but um, that that teaches you. You're looking at out there at the whole world, and you have to focus on one little part of it. And you need to just go into your head and do it yourself. And so you're mm. feeling, you 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 become the painting quickly. That sounds really dumb, but that's what what you do is you just you you just do it. <laughs> you you don't think too much about it. You just look at it a little bit, and then you just do it. <laughs> yeah, I could see that because actually, wouldn't that all come to life in your mind's eye? Mhm. Mhm. It really is better, and it, it the less you think about it, and the more you feel it, the better mm-hmm. it is. So the mm-hmm. the little lady that just called, same thing. She she needs to just feel, not think, you know, and it it makes such a difference if you just listen and feel. Um, I think there's less pressure, and you can just create something um, from your heart. Mhm. I'm just gonna say, go into the heart space. Yeah. And just just create from the heart space, and and I think. If if you would do that, or if more people would do that, then I, they would lose that 
fear of perfection because yeah. it came from the and heart. And I think they'd be they'd feel happier, you feel a, a meditation when mm-hmm. you're doing that. There's yeah, a sense of, see. oh, sometimes I'm talking on the phone to somebody while I'm doing a painting and then I'm done with the conversation and I say to them, oh, my gosh, I just did this really great thing. <laughs> I didn't even think about it at all. I don't know mm-hmm. how that happened. It's the weirdest thing. And wow. there it is. And I, don't, I didn't even know what I was going to paint. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. You're t- when you're listening outside of your thinking, that's when the magic happens. And everybody needs to have that magic happen. Right. Right. And I could see where it would be a, a meditative experience. You know, you meditate when you're swimming. People right. don't even realize that, but that when is movement meditation. When, yeah, all of a sudden four hours has gone by. Yep. Yeah, because your mind is not controlling your thoughts. You're just or, doing it. Yes, or playing music. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're clearing it. So, yeah. So, then so that's what that people t- need to do, even if it's just an hour a day. Just an hour a day of clearing your mind, doing, creating something. I think mm-hmm. it's important. Mm-hmm. See, I even say that about chefs. They're creating something. Sure. So, cooking. There's so exactly. many things. Yeah. So yep. art then in itself is a form of meditation, and it would help others relax, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm, I'm guessing that... Most don't don't feel that about art. They think uh, that you know I can't paint. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, there's all these that. misconceptions about yeah. things. Yeah. And a lot of fear okay. attached to everything: writing, um, playing a sport. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I find it everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we're all out of time tonight. Karen, thank you again for joining us. Um, yeah. And we're Thanks, excited Diana. that you're fun. here. Yes. And I'd like to go ahead and pull a card for everyone listening. And I am hearing the Archangel Gabriel cards. And so we're going to pull a card for everyone listening, everyone in the archives, with a message from Archangel Gabriel. I'm telling you, you can't make it up. New project. (laughs) (laughs) And Gabriel says, like a newborn baby, your actions are growing your idea into reality. So whatever it is, find something that makes your heart sing. And heaven can see that you have some fears which are triggering procrastination and second thoughts within you. So give those fears to God and move forward one step at a time and create something beautiful. We wish you so much success with your paintings and your workshops, Karen. I'll be back Thank next you, Tuesday. Diane. You're have welcome. Have a wonderful night. You too. Good night, Bye-bye. everyone.